I'm joined by Dr. Brad Govender and Associate Professor Roman Lannis from the Accounting Discipline Group of the UTS Business School to discuss corporate tax measures in the 2018 federal budget. What did you see that, that piqued your interest that you think is, is the, the highlight or the low light from last night's uh, big announcement? Well, I don't think there was anything that was a specific highlight. <laughs> no. um, it, uh, from a corporate um, uh, tax scenario, um, I've seen a certain number of people, including various media people, referring to um, getting confused over the difference between what is corporate tax avoidance and corporate tax evasion. Evasion is illegal. Avoidance is not. Avoidance is simply structuring your tax affairs so as to minimise how much tax you pay. And there seems to be a certain amount of discourse in the public that it's the same thing, which clearly it's not. Obviously, we, we, as a taxpayer, your desire is to minimise how much you pay. And we all feel that way. Even ScoMo said yesterday that um, it's about how much you keep in your pocket. So, you know, even the government accepts that. Uh, at the same time, for example, one of the areas that they talked about was tightening up the offshoring of assets and then or, or what's referred to as thin capitalisation. Would you like to explain that? that? Well, I'll take over from yeah. Brett. And basically, it was nothing specifically on corporate tax cuts. I mm. think they're taking that to the election. So mm. there's, there, was, there, there was no corporate tax cut on offer, as far as I'm aware, in the budget. But there were... A few measures uh, in relation to corporates with respect to tax and tax avoidance. Uh, I'll give you a couple of examples. One interesting thing is they're increasing funding to the ATO, and that's, I think, something like they're providing an extra $130 million to fight corporate tax avoidance, which is interesting, but that's, that's coming after many, many years of taking funds out of the ATO. But I guess that that's a positive. And that's most likely come out of, if you look at the Banking Royal Commission, that how ineffective the corporate regulators were in in doing their job. So mm. maybe that's why they're putting more money into the ATO. For Possibly, that. but they've saved a lot of money over the years. So, you know, I mean... I guess putting a little bit back is is is, uh, is is one way of suggesting they're fighting tax avoidance. There's a few other things, uh, as as Brett mentioned, they're going to try to fix up the or strengthen the thin capitalisation rules. What again, we haven't gone into the details specifically, but I believe that's about um, certain cases that may have, there were in the media a few months ago with companies using certain derivative securities to sort of. Uh, go around the think capitalization rules. So I think that's probably where they will tighten that. In addition to that, uh, there were some R&D changes, which is obviously is directly related to corporate tax. Uh, small businesses will be allowed to maintain uh, certain write-offs uh, for one more year. Um, in addition, I think uh, they're going to widen the type of R&D that can be written off but at the same time tighten the the businesses which are allowed to do that. They mention a couple of other things like uh, additional measures to, to fight uh, multinational tax avoidance. They already, of course, have measures in place like the dividend profits tax uh, and the multinational tax avoidance legislation. But again, the, the details are fairly... You know, we don't know exactly what they are, so I'm not sure if they're just repeating what's already been done, mm. uh, you know, patting themselves on the back. Yeah, there seemed to be a lot of rhetoric last night in his speech from Scott Morrison about giving a boost to small and medium businesses and, and kind of, I guess, 
advocating for them almost. That's how I took away from it. I could be completely wrong there. Well, possibly because, you know, he, he I mean, they definitely want to take the, the, the tax cuts to, the corporate tax cuts to, to the election. So maybe mm. they're trying to build, you know, a more positive case at the moment for that. Or, Don't do anything just yet. Wait till the election. Well, that's right. Something, yeah. something like that. So uh, and another measure they're trying to, which we've written quite a bit about, was uh, on stable securities, which apparently there were opportunities for foreign residents to use stable security to, uh, securities to avoid tax in Australia. And um, there's one more measure, which we actually, we went to the Senate last year and we advocated for changes to the PRRT. That's the, you know, the, the gas uh, tax scheme okay. in Australia. We advocated that the uplift rates in that scheme be, be changed in order to get more tax from uh, from all these big energy companies because at the moment we haven't got much and in fact probably won't get much for many more years so that's that's a positive and it's it's actually you know indirectly sort of uh taking on our recommendations from, from last year when we testified before the senate that's nice that's nice yeah. but at the same time you know many would say including us probably has they haven't gone far enough because it's only going to be, as Brett suggested, applied to new projects, not to old projects. So the problem is... How do you define a new project okay. if they've already started? So this is going to wind up in the courts because if you've already taken over a lease, is that a new project or is that an existing project? Mm. So, um, But in addition to that, most, most of the stuff that's already been done is old anyway, so that, that, okay. that's not going to change. And we also suggested that the whole PRRT scheme be changed to something similar that is around in Canada, for example, which would immediately earn, you know, the government billions uh, in in extra, uh, you know, royalties. They so, so the the change is small. Supposedly, it'll, it will, you know, bring in it's a billion or two or maybe a little bit more, but certainly only into the future. And it's noticeable though that this morning that the Greens were up in arms in regard to the PRRT and saying that we should be using, following what we were saying, only they were, they were looking at the uh, same method that Qatar uses and saying that that would bring in at least $26 billion plus additional in revenue. So the PRRT is a massive, um, I suppose, sovereign wealth mm. thing yeah. that we're just giving away our resources mm. and not getting much for it. Why do you think we are giving away these resources? Why do you think the government's decided well, to, to do that? So we've actually been to to a number of the tax avoidance Senate inquiries where they had the energy company bosses testifying before the senators. And of course, they have liberal and labor senators on those uh, committees. And it's interesting to hear the liberal senators when the labor senators are grilling these energy company execs, you know, about what's going on, why aren't you guys paying? And the Liberal senator sort of saying there to, the, to his Labor colleague, oh, you can't do that. They, you know, they provide jobs and growth. So that's, that's... So. <laughs> jobs and growth slogan. It's gonna... Exactly. So, you yeah. know, I mean, it's, I mean, the Liberal government is obviously very, very careful about, uh, you know, not, not wanting to make these guys unhappy. Mm. And therefore, they, you know, so whatever ScoMo did, 
and he was looking at this since last year, since about the time when we testified in Perth before the Senate inquiry. Then he kind of put it aside. And I think what he's done is basically, it's almost like a token measure. You know what I mean? Just to, just, just to show we've done something. We listened. We listened. It'll, it'll raise a few billion in, into the future, perhaps. But it's no real significance. It's, it's, it definitely probably has. He, I mean, he could have gone much, much further. And as your question correctly states, why not? Mm. You know, they are probably it's the million dollar question. Well, they are. <laughs> I mean, they're they're probably afraid a little bit, uh, or they are pro pro energy companies, whatever. I mean, mm. that that's that's kind of the vibe we got from from the Senate inquiry. Yeah, they from, seem to be afraid of the um, the minerals big, council, the minerals, the minerals council, and the these big companies saying, well, we won't invest anymore. We'll go and invest somewhere else. Wow. Okay. Um, but then again, when you see the, when you hear, um, sorry, the testimony of these corporates and they're saying, well, we pay so much tax and some of the details that they're saying, are, um, they're including PAYG, uh, which is the employee's tax, <laughs> um, <laughs> superannuation contributions GST. tax, GST, uh, Which they get back like, anyway. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, but where's the? That's not it. Where's the the? In, you know, you're supposedly investing all this money. Where's the tax? I'm not the best at math, but that doesn't seem like great no, math well, there. Yeah, I think. Well, they are trying to, I guess, pull the wool uh, over mm. certain people's ears or eyes, whatever you know. And and some people may some people may not know that you know. You know, p- paying PAYG is the individual paying it, not the company, not the company you know, mm. but they kind of lump it all together. So of course, a lot of the energy companies also, the royalties they pay, they add that together with the tax they pay, but royalties are not taxes, you know. And so, I mean, you know, there's there's definitely an attempt to make mm. it look like they pay more corporate tax. It's a tax very favourable picture. Oh, well, and, and equally, they're saying, oh, we employ so many people. Mm. But it's not as many people and as those people say. pay tax as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna we're gonna put that in our figures. As that's, well. that's there right. we go. That's right. What would you have liked to have seen last night? What would you have liked to have seen uh, in, in terms of corporate tax measures? In terms of uh, your field? Look, me personally, I a lot of the stuff we've advocated f- for over the last, I'd say, two three years through a lot of the industry reports we've done with various NGOs. Believe it or not, despite certain industry groups and the government at the time saying, oh, no, no, what the hell are they talking about? They've actually adopted already. So like the Google tax or the diverted profits tax, the various uh, the multinational tax avoidance legislation and various measures, the, the ATO tax disclosures, transparency uh, sort of things that they've done. We've advocated for those you know, for many years, and they've actually and they've done them. So, but but more, I suppose, when we discuss things amongst ourselves, it's not so much that they haven't brought some of these things in, mm. but that they need to do them in a more thorough way. So, for example, we've got a current working paper we've been talking about um, on tax transparency, mm. and the way it's currently done really doesn't. Um, the evidence that we've been able to figure out is that it doesn't add anything to the marketplace. Okay. So there is some level of tax transparency, and it is the first country really in the world yeah. to do it to this yeah. level, outside of Denmark or where they, tra- where everybody's tax returns are available online. Wow. So look, um, I guess they've introduced a lot of measures recently. Uh, 
the, the thing is we haven't seen what the results of those are yet. We're doing a lot of research to see if they're, if they're effective. So that's why I didn't really expect too much in this particular budget. Mm. I think the proof will be in the pudding over the next year to see how these measures have worked. I mean, they do. Claim, I mean, you know, they constantly claim we've raised an extra six billion as a result of this or that, but it's very hard to see exactly how that's that has occurred. I mean, uh, but anyway, you, you need to do research on that, and I think you know, hopefully by the end of this year, early next year, we, we should have some preliminary results on the effectiveness of these measures, and you know, the next budget will probably be even more important to see if they. You know, if some of the measures are not effective, and see what they do. But but the the main thing would have been the corporate tax cuts. But of course, I think they kept them out of the budget for a reason because it probably wouldn't get passed anyway, and hold everything else up. <coughs> Other than that, um, the PWRT is a little disappointing mm-hmm. because you know if if uh, obviously you know people were speculating SCOMA was going to put something in, mm. and the hope was that it would be something comprehensive. And for uh, and something for which we would get immediate returns, but again, he hasn't. We've discussed yeah, so the reasons. I, I, so overall, mm. they're they're responding to what we're um, we're bringing to light, but they're sort of doing it in a um, like a wishy in a, min- way. In a minimalist yeah. way. Mm. And 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 again, um, it, it you know the proof will be in how it's all enforced mm. and how effective it is. And unfortunately, because these measures have only, you know, taken effect maybe at the beginning of this year, late last year, we, we simply will not, we, we won't know what the results are, whether more tax is being collected. But we need to do rigorous research on that, obviously. It'll and be very interesting to see will. how it all plays out.